When Aries' moon meets the Aries' sun, it means that springtime has just begun. Start new beginnings, plant seeds to bloom, to get swept up in the energy of this fiery moon. With the willpower of the ram, we can head-on face our fears as we celebrate cycles of change in the astrological new year. Are you ready to light up the sky? Welcome to Magic Moon Phase. Welcome back, welcome back, cats and kittens, and all of you people out there giving me some listens. I appreciate all my sisters, misters, witches, wizards. Thank you again for being here. My name is Kitty, and this is Magic Moon Phase. I am very, very honored to be on these earwaves as always. Thank you for joining me, and let's dive in to what's going on in our cosmos. We are embarking on another new moon phase, meaning the moon is not going to be seen. It will be in the shadow of the Earth. After completing the Pisces cycle, Pisces being the last astrological sign of the zodiac wheel, it signifies death. It's the lowest vibration point and the lowest frequency of our year. And after coming out of the deep depths of our soul, looking at our secret selves, looking at the things that hold us back, maybe our addictions, our distractions, all of that crap, that shit, self-hating inner talk. After diving deep into our shit, it is now time to come up for Aries. Waka waka. Aries, signified by the ram, is a fire cardinal sign. And in this new moon, being a cardinal sign, it signifies a change of the season. So spring is coming. Spring is here. As a cardinal sign, Aries signifies goal-oriented, action, creation, very fiery, fast and swift, and very secure in their motions and very strong in their movements. Ruled by Mars, we can also look at Aries being the first astrological sign on the zodiac wheel. Happy Astrological New Year, witches and wizards. Hey! When we're looking at the first sign or the first house, if you will, we're looking at the self. Self can also be equated to the ego at times. And when we're dealing with Mars, the planet of anger and war, along with your ego, which is fueled by fear, we're looking at really deciding what it is that we want to do, be, and have in the world, staring fear in the face, giving a little feel, and then moving into it no matter what. With that confidence, Aries is extremely optimistic and motivated and enthusiastic and ready to take on the world. Very unapologetically original and ready to be a pioneer and do it their way and absolutely annihilate whatever it is that they do. Really think of your Aries energy, because we're all going to feel these Aries energies, by the way. As a new moon phase, we as a collective are going to feel the higher and lower vibrations of Aries during the sun season. We are being given an opportunity to easily plug into the energies of Aries to either release some of the lower vibrations that we know we have inside of us that maybe continue to get in our way and also plug into the badass energies of Aries if we want a little bit more of that in our life. So looking at these energies, the inner child is what I want you to think of with the Aries. Kind of impulsive, maybe a little bit impatient, always wanting things to go their way. And if not, they might leave or, or lose attention or, or lose interest much more quickly. Um, also maybe a little selfish, 
a little bit self-centered at times. And remember, these are the lower vibrations of Aries that are going on. Um, very confrontational at times or can get angry. When a, when a child, think about a child when they have all this energy that's pent up and they don't know what to do with it. For example, if your children go absolutely not so crazy lunatic style on the full moon, chances are it's because they have all of this energy and they're feeling these energies inside of them, but they do not have a concrete and supportive structure in which to direct that energy into something constructive and creative. So think about it like that as well. When you have this inner child inside of you that has this passion or has this thing that they love to fucking do and you ain't doing it, a lot of time that energy can be pent up and it can come out as anger or irritability or restlessness or aggression when you don't have an outlet, that creative, passionate, desire, fiery outlet that sets your soul ablaze what does it look like to have all of this energy that you want to put towards something, but maybe you're afraid of putting it towards that? You know, you're afraid of what people are going to think or failure or whatever it may look like for all of us. Embarrassment. Uh, just making a fool of yourself, for Christ's sakes, right? Ain't nobody want to be a fool. Ain't nobody got time for that. But being a fool, let's let's reel it back to the tarot, because Aries being the first sign of the Zodiac can also be looked at as maybe the childlike innocence or naivete of the fool, which is the first card of the tarot. Now, in the tarot, Aries energy coincides with our fourth card, the emperor, the patriarchal father archetype of the tarot, which is all about stability and foundation and discipline and willpower and just bravery and courage and really creating a space of structure for everybody to thrive in. Now, what does that look like for you to step into maybe the childlike naivete of jumping off the cliff because you're divinely protected and whatever it is that you want to create and be and do and have is going to be supported if you believe in yourself, as well as mixing it with that strong foundational supportive structure energy where you have this childlike wonder and that make-believe that pretend that big vision that we're trying to create and mix it with that very secure emperor energy. Now that was a little tangent but I wanted you to just think about what does that look like for you to mix these energies. When I'm moving into the high vibes of Aries I'm looking at someone who's independent and someone who's courageous and brave an enthusiastic motivator. That's what the emperor is. Someone who is a motivator along with the structure to support it. So how do you turn into an enthusiastic motivator? And what does that feel like and look like for you? Someone with willpower, discipline, someone that is a forward thinker, maybe spontaneous, bringing those childlike fun qualities, and someone who's just a natural leader. Someone who really takes the reins when it comes to getting things done and absolutely just exudes this confidence, this self-worth, and this knowing that they are worth all of their dreams and more. Aries being the first sign on the zodiac, it means that we're moving into spring. The sun sign of Aries or sun season of Aries always coincides with the vernal equinox or the spring equinox, which is also known as Astara, Astara, uh, on the pagan wheel of awesomeness. And the Virgo full moon that we had, I'm just going to call that back as well, because when we're looking at these supportive structures, when we're looking at taking our dreams and mixing it with an action plan, step by step on up that ladder, babe. And when we're looking at the routines that we have put into place, you know, if we're looking at the energies we were just working with, let's, let's reel it back a little bit, huh? 
going back to Pisces, I don't want to go back to Pisces season, but just go back to Pisces season with me for just a couple seconds. It was deep. It was dark. It was low. It was ugh. At least for me. Don't know where you're sitting, but just sit with me here for a moment. Pisces season was not the funnest of the astrological year. Let's just put that down. Mix it with the Virgo full moon, which was all about routine, getting yourself back on track, looking at nurturing yourself and then others. You know, what did it look like to have both of those energies to work with? And now as we are, as I mentioned, coming up for Aries from the deep depths of Pisces, how can we take these things that we learned, these dreams that we uncovered, and these routines that we want to step into and actually do it though? How can we step it out or plan it to be something we can execute bit by bit, piece by piece, step by step? That's what the Aries energy is looking for. That's what the discipline and the willpower is all about, is creating your own outlines or structures for legit creating the life of your dreams and making your dreams come true. So with everything being new, spring being about rebirth, renewal, clean slate. Let's try it all over again. This to me is like the new year, right? January 1st, F that noise, right? We still have to go through the lowest vibrations of the zodiac cycle. So why would I be making grandiose plans for the year when I still have to just dig deep and blah, blah, blah with a couple months coming up and I still have to go through the entire winter, right? As a Minnesotan, looking at big, beautiful things that you want to accomplish, knowing you have a shit winter that you still have to go through isn't the most fun way and fun time to plan some stuff. So this is my new year. I would like to invite you to join me in celebrating this astrological new year by creating some new projects and and looking at the new beginnings and the the plans and the action steps that you want your future self your future self to step into try to say that your future self to step into <laughs> because if we're not working on our future self, if we're not plugging into these, because there's going to be energy whether you are ready to feel it or not, you know, just let's be riggedy real with each other. There's a lot of energy because Aries is all about that headstrong, courageous, brave, let's fire sign, get some shit done, hun. And if you do not have something to put that energy into, you are going to feel like you're going nuts. Real aggressive, real restless, real irritable, super judgy Judy, super saggy naggy. And you might even turn into a little bit of a bitch witch because you're not taking these energies and using them to your advantage to set yourself up for success in the next year or six months, right? If we're looking at what new projects, plans, you know, clubs, hobbies, classes, what are you going to create in six months in half a year, literally astrologically from the Aries new moon to the Aries full moon? Or what are you going to create and bring to fruition in an entire astrological year by next Aries new moon? Really, really using this setup. Why wouldn't you know? Let's start making some intentions. When we have a new moon, it's a right time for filling that empty basket with ideas and dreams and things we want to bring to fruition and manifest in our lives. So if we're filling our basket for not just the Aries new moon, but for the entire astrological year, what would it look like and what do you want to create? This is the time to really focus on those goals and then test your patience because it's not going to happen instantly. And that's, you know, as we mentioned, a lower vibration of Aries is that they're extremely impatient. So a big lesson to be learned during Aries season is to test your patience because 
when we are dealing with multiple steps and big visions and massive dreams, we cannot rely on instant gratification. We have to rely on our inner patience and our belief in our intuition and trust in the universe. And that's what Aries is really calling us to do right now is connect to ourself, really put the ego aside. You know, there's going to be gasoline thrown on your fire, if you will. Follow me. If we have a fire inside of us, that fire that burns with the passion and desire, for example, I'm a performer. I want to perform for the rest of my life because that's what I know how to do that I've never learned how to do that I do really well. What is it that you have never learned how to do that just comes to you naturally, easily, and enjoyably? That's what we should be plugging into. That's where your flame resides and gasoline is going to be thrown on that fire. Come on, baby, light my fire. Right? Jim Morrison style, light that fire. Now... If our fire is being lit and we have these extra flames and extra energy to go get shit done, son, where are you going to be putting that extra energy? Are you going to have this extra fire of excitement or this extra fire of angry irritation because you ain't doing nothing with your bad self? Like Coolio, if you can't take the heat, get your ass out the kitchen. We on a mission. What is your mission, Coolio? I want to know, yo. Holla at me, magicmf.com. Shameless plug. Speaking of shameless plugs, that's a good thing to do during Aries season. Shamelessly plug what it is that you're doing, what it is that you're creating, who you are, where you are, what you're doing, and what you stand for. Because Aries is all about the self, about image, and about really connecting to who you are and what you bring to the world like nobody does but you, boo. Aries rules the solar plexus, which to me is your uh, magnetism center. If feelings are magnetic, the way you feel about yourself is going to magnetize people to you that feel that way about you as well. If you do not feel worthy, if you do not feel good enough, if you do not feel like you are a badass, then you are going to magnetize people that also feel that way about you too. So really check into what it is that you really feel about yourself. Would you date you? Let's just put it that way. Do you think that you're cool? Like... For real though, do you think that you're one of the coolest MFs on the planet? But really, really dig in deep to what is it that you really dig about you? And with that ideal self, and also visualize. Visualize. If you don't know what your ideal self looks like, then you don't know what your trajectory looks like. You don't know what you even aiming for, right? Aries rules the head, eyes, ears, nose, face area. And it's where everything starts is in your mind. How you feel about yourself, the things you say to yourself, the judgments that you may or may not put on yourself or others, the criticisms, the, the things holding you back, the patterns, the cycles, all of it all starts in your mind. And if we can control the way we think, the way we feel, and the way we act because of those things, then we absolutely are kicking ass. And we can kick more ass with action steps along with the energy of Aries, the ram. Now, what about the ram? What's up with this ram? Okay. In spring, a ram that wants to stake his claim, you know, claim his woman and mate, because that's what we do in the spring, right? Primally, that's what we're looking at. It's mating season. Headbutting will definitely ensue between two competing males. Over and over and over and over and over. And they will just go at it until one of them is like, Psh, dog, I'm done. I'm cool on this. I got a massive fucking headache. And then, of course, obviously, you have your winner. And yay, everyone's happy. Let's go, mate. The animal kingdom. Isn't it a beautiful thing? 
But within that, we're also looking at that energy. When we are ready to go at something hard, let's go at it hard until we win. And try not to give up because a ram that gets a headache is like, peace out, bro, I'm Dundee, crocodile. And if you don't get what you want quickly, are you going to work on your patience to to stick it out and really dig in deep and believe in yourself enough to know that what you want will come to fruition? Aries is an amazing time to start projects or restart projects. How many of us have that idea garden with all of these wilting flowers of beautiful ideas that are like, help me, I'm over here. Um, don't you remember me? I was a really good idea. And they're just waiting for you to pick them up and nurture them again. Pick up one of those flowers from your rad idea garden that you forgot a long time ago and nurture it back to something that might actually fill your bucket and rock your fire even higher. You know what I'm saying? That's where I want you to really sit in the power of Aries is this internal fire and how are you going to help it to grow along with yourself? Don't you know? That's a pretty nice synopsis of a general overall energy of what's going on in Aries. So let's move on to the altar. If we are going to be setting up an altar, the color red, all shades of red, think of passion, think of desire, think of motivation, think of fire. All the the reds would be a phenomenal thing to either wear or put on your altar or anything along those lines. Use red candles and any of your candle magic if you're going to be doing that. Any crystals that you might be using or setting up for crystal grids, maybe some red jasper, a beautiful one for grounding, some garnet, which is all about success in what you're passionate about. So if we're looking at what we're passionate about, the things that really, really light our fire, bringing success to those areas of our lives that maybe we think we're not good enough for, or maybe we don't think we're an expert in, or maybe we don't think we're special enough, or maybe we think, who are you to do that, to think that you're good enough, and and blazity, blazity, blah. And it, I say blah because it's all excuses that are being made up by our ego to keep us, in quotes, comfortable, which is probably the most uncomfortable place in our entire lives is our, in quotes, comfort zone. So get on up out of there. Get up off of that thing. Dancing, you feel better. Another thing, dancing, moving, yoga. Get some jamola with your bad self and move your body with all of this energy, this extra energy that you're going to be beautifully handed and given a gift of. How are you going to be using it? So I, I dare you to move. Dance. Dance, dance your pants, pants off. Back to crystals. Tangent. Back to crystals. Pyrite. Mm. The, the stone of happiness, enthusiasm, and power. It's a great manifestation stone, in my general opinion and in my uses. I have carried a pyrite with me for years, and it has never failed me. Now, pyrite, uh, you know, it can come in like the, the square look or it can come in the tumbled look or whatever it is. I like to choose raw earthang. I like to not use tumbled crystals just because I prefer the raw versions of them. They make me feel more connected to earth. But you do you, Pikachu. Whatever feels good, take what you want and leave the rest. How light, another crystal, would be a great one for level-headedness. That's a gorgeous one that's predominantly white, can be gray, um, you know, gray with white in it. I really, really enjoy using Howlite for level-headedness and calm. Calming presence is what Howlite brings to me personally. Argonite. Mm. Aragonite? Argonite? However you'd like to pronounce it. Helps with mental, physical, and emotional blocks. Now, one thing about Aries 
is they are very prone to mental and physical burnout. They're extremely independent and they want to go things alone and they want to do things their way, right? The ram's butting heads. Now with Aries, headaches are something that also comes up because Aries rules the head. A lot of times you're go, go, go in your brain, brain, brain. So something to be very aware of is with mental and physical and emotional blockages, maybe using the crystal of aragonite on you or to meditate with or to visualize your ideal self. So some of those blockages can be worked through as you are visualizing and meditating along with your ideal self and your bigger visions. Carnelian is the last one that I have for you. And that is a crystal that I use personally for uh, more creative style endeavors, creative motivation type, type feels. So just a couple of crystals if you want to pull in more of an earthy vibe into your rituals, into your magic as you are making a genuine intentional change. Some flowers that you can utilize. Some of them actually do coincide with Astara that we just just recently got out of. If you haven't listened to that one, please feel free and go back to listen to that episode. It was a lot of fun to make. But tulips and honeysuckle, which are also a part of our spring sabbat, can also be used for Aries season because we're still looking at spring, along with thistle and tiger lily, if you wanted to add a little bit more variety into your altar. The tarot card, as I mentioned earlier, is the emperor. The body part, as I also mentioned earlier, is the head uh, and if you were to use, oh, food, how about some food? Anything that's a really spicy flavor, think like chili peppers, the red hot chili peppers, give it away, give it away, give it away now. What about some garlic, maybe some protein, lots of protein. If they're moving, 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 adding some extra protein because they're burning a lot of energy. And of course, anything that's quick because Aries is all about quick, quick, quick. Some herbs that you might want to use or utilize would be basil, ginger, rosemary, uh, and scents if you were to use incense or uh, diffuse any essential oils, maybe some dragon's blood, frankincense. And for any headaches, if you are going to look at headaches, Aries, peppermint, peppermint on your temples, peppermint to diffuse, really to calm that fire, calm that fire energy, and really start to clear up your head as well. Maybe your sinuses, nose, ears. What does it look like to clear all that out as well? The metal that is associated with the Aries zodiac sign is iron. And if you wanted to put any extra symbols on your altar to just pull in more energies, more correspondences, any horns, ram, fire, of course, candles, red candles, anything that reminds you of your career or anything that reminds you of you being a leader or anything that pulls leadership qualities to you. Uh, the robin, which is another symbol of spring, as well as the sword. Those are some little additions that we're looking at for our altar. If you'd like to share your pictures with me, please send them to me at magicmf or magicmoonphase, F-A-Z, at gmail.com. As I mentioned earlier in the previous segment, you can start or restart a project or a routine that maybe you let yourself slide on. So why don't you slide and slide back into it? Because you can. You are in control. Let's make it happen. Another thing we can do is get an ear, head, or scalp massage as Aries rules the head, ears, nose, face area. To connect with that certain body part would be fantastic. Scalp massages, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because imagine the amazing things that you could come up with or think about if you are there getting your scalp massage or do it yourself because you can do it yourself. 
Self-care, of course, to be to avoid the burnout. Any of the self-care that we're talking about, the baths, the setting up the massages, the get yourself a nice little pedicure, or, you know, watch a movie. It doesn't have to be go, 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 go all the time. You can slow down, you can reel it back, and you can really enjoy yourself while also getting shit done. Another cool thing that I found out in my studies, my edumacating myself, is that any high-intensity interval training, or Tabata, any type of a workout that is high intensity or a burst of energy followed by a shortened duration of rest time is going to be a really good idea to plug into the energy of Aries. Side bay, I might have some Tabata videos and some hit videos that you can follow along at home. If you want them and the access code, holla at your girl. Boom. How about going on a solo date when you can? And even solo date might be, hey, a bath by yourself or watching a movie by yourself, reading a book by yourself or going somewhere, go to a park, go to a lake, grab a book, grab a journal, grab a podcast, but do something by yourself because being alone in isolation, not negative isolation, but being alone and good with yourself, right? Do you want to date yourself? Do you want to hang out with yourself? You think yourself is cool? Let's really push those boundaries of comfort zones when it comes to hanging out with ourself. When's the last time you went to a movie by yourself or out to dinner with yourself or did anything with yourself? Don't read too far into that, but maybe that's where we'll leave that one, eh? Eh, eh, okay. A bonfire... How about a bonfire deal? A bonfire, not only because it symbolizes the fire of Aries, you can also use a bonfire to get rid of things you are angry with. For example, if you write write a letter and get get angry. What are what pisses you off? Either about the world or the way that you show up or something that's happening, la, 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 just write it all down and then you can throw that crap into the fire and watch it burn and melt away. Another thing, if you do get angry, a lot of times when we get angry and scream it out and, and just dig in deep to those emotions, releasing those emotions creates space, almost like the calmness after the storm. We, we can then come up with ways and actual workable, executable solutions and action steps in which to change that behavior or change what it is that pisses us off. You know, if if you're mad at the state of the world today and you scream about it and bitch about it and write about it and fire it up, then there's going to be a space where maybe you can think about it in a different way of what kind of a solution can you bring in only the way you can bring it. How about a new outfit, a new hairstyle? How about we revamp ourselves? Maybe get a little boost to our image. What would that feel like to try something different? A new haircut. We're out of Mercury retrograde, so you can get those kitty kitty bang bangs if you really want to. But a new outfit, anything new that makes you feel that you have changed, that you have transformed, that you are setting up yourself for a new cycle. As I mentioned earlier, but it is a very, very specific and important one that I would absolutely urge you to do, is to set your six-month and your 12-month goals. Along with sticking to the energies of newness, how about a new hobby, a class, a project, a DIY, a club, anything new that maybe you've been dragging your feet on? What is something that you've been dying to do that maybe you've been putting off? Let's try it out, right? The energy is ripe to do just that. And anything that you want to do along the lines of visualizing your um, or rehearsing. How about this? Mm, this is a good one. If you have something that you know your ass is afraid of, a situation, a person, a job interview, a something, something, something or other that every time you think of it, you're like, 
uh-uh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it at all. What would it look like to visualize that situation, that interview, that person, place, or thing? Visualize what it would be like to show up as your ideal self. What do you look like? What do you feel like? What do you smell like? What do you sound like? What does it look like? All of it. All of it. And work through and almost rehearse what it is that you're going to say in the moments, how it is that you're going to show up, because that rehearsal to your brain is real. Your brain does not know how to differentiate between a very vivid visualization or something that actually happened because your brain is picking up on the vibrations that you're sending out by those visualizations and they are going to come back to you. So that is when when I say what you think about, you bring about, and what you believe you see, that's what I'm trying to say, chickadee. So think about it in that way, visualizing rehearsals for the big show. Jazz hands. Cha-cha-cha. Next up, we've got some bigger rituals if you want to go deep with it. The first one I have is the red splash ritual. (laughs) Now, this one's kind of a fun one, right? It's something that maybe only you can see that's red. Is it maybe some sexy lingerie? Maybe a pair of socks? Maybe some earrings? Or it can be something that people can see, too. Maybe you get red nails. Maybe you do your toenails red. Or maybe you have red-bottom shoes. Ooh, What does it look like to have a ritual or something that throughout the sun season of Aries to remind yourself of your passion, your determination, your motivation, and what it is that your ideal self looks and feels like? When you're visualizing your ideal self, what is the special little pop of red that you see in your visuals? Taking that out of your visuals and putting it into your everyday life can really signify and solidify your intentions to the universe. So are you wearing a red bandana? Do you have red eyeshadow? Are you wearing red lipstick, right? Doesn't matter what the pop of red is. What does it look like, feel like, and how can you use that every day as just a little tiny self-awareness ritual to remind you of your passion and your power? That's really all it is with intention, right? Intentional passion and power reminders. Mm. How about the yes challenge, right? Who doesn't like a yes challenge? Saying yes to things, maybe experiences, um, new vibrations, new directions that you're being shown, new connections with people that you may not usually be like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Say yes to it because as we are looking for new, as we're stepping into these vibrations of our, of our ideal self, new things are going to be magnetized to you. If we are working with our solar plexus chakra, New things are going to be magnetized because feelings are magnetic. And if you are feeling more worth, more goodness inside of your soul, more direction, more enthusiasm, passion, and determination for what it is that you are going to create in the world the only way that you know how to create it, then these vibrations and frequencies are going to naturally come back to you. What you send out, you bring back to you times three if you want to believe that because that's what I believe. Take what you want. Leave the rest. Another fun one, because as I mentioned, Aries being the first zodiac sign is all about connecting with our inner child, being spontaneous, being playful, getting your make-believe on, because what you believe you see is the carrot cupcake challenge. Now, one thing that I know about Aries is that they are spiky. So carrot cake has 
clove and cinnamon and allspice and honey and maple syrup and all of these very distinct and kind of spicy flavors. So what would it look like? Because, you know, I like food. I like carrot cupcakes. What would it look like to make some carrot cupcakes to connect to that comfort food inner child style, as well as create a breakfast option for the very last ritual, which is the small decision ritual? How many times do you go through your day um, and you don't immediately go with your gut decision? For example, when you're looking for a movie to watch on Netflix or something like that. How many times you just flip, 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 flip through Netflix and you spend all of your time that you would have watched something on Netflix deciding what you're going to watch on Netflix? You too? Oh, I do that. Ha! What do you know about, you know, what's for breakfast? Where are we going out to eat? What do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? Well, we're not going to eat anything. You know, (laughs) for real, like, how many times do we not make a decision because we're afraid of maybe being wrong or we're afraid of failing or someone not liking the decision or what's what are people going to think about that decision you know you know what you want and to flex the muscle of making instant decisions is really plugging into aries it's like i want that that's what i said i'm gonna get it here we go so what about what you wear in the morning? What are you having for breakfast? What movie are you watching? What blank, 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 blank? Making those instantaneous gut decisions and then not talking yourself out of it. Flexing that muscle in the small ways is going to make it a lot more easy during the big decision times. Using that reflex of your intuition, knowing in your gut what it is that you want, make that decision, stand in your power, boom, moving on. That's Aries! Rocking the ram, bam, bam. So that, you know, honestly is really all I got for you. I know it's a lot, as usual, but thanks for sticking with me. I hope you got some action steps. Action being the main idea of this season. I hope you got some action steps as to what it is that Aries is providing for you. What energies that you have available at your fingertips to help you along with what it is that you are creating for yourself. You doing the work and with intention showing up creates a vibration that is sent out to the universe and it comes back to you. As always, I send you light. I send you love. I send you safety. I send you high vibrational energy. And I send you massive thanks and appreciation for being a part of the Magic Moonface community. I would not be doing this podcast without you. Thank you for listening, sharing, subscribing, supporting, reaching out. D, all of the above, because I know that's how you are showing me love. And I will continue to show you love as well. Thank you so much for being here and listening. I appreciate you and everything you do. Even though we're stuck inside, do not forget that you always, always have control and you are always able to go make your own magic, motherfuckers. I will talk to you soon for the Libra Full Moon.